Welcome to the Eternal Connection, a radio broadcast ministry of St. Mark Lutheran Church in Omaha, Nebraska. Whether it be through prescribed behaviors, rituals, or practices, every religion in the world teaches that if we desire to know God, it is our responsibility to find Him and know Him. Christianity, however, teaches something very different. Christianity teaches that God has come to us and has revealed His love for us by putting on flesh in Jesus Christ and by giving us His Word through which He continues to speak to us today. We're glad you've joined us as Pastor Jay continues leading us through the Bible right here, right now on The Eternal Connection. And once again, you are eternally connected. Thank you so much for joining us, pulling up a chair and entering into another conversation about God and his love and salvation for the entire world through his son, Jesus Christ. My name is Pastor Eric J, senior pastor at St. Mark Lutheran Church, who sponsors this program and joined in studio today, as always, by Chip Thompson. Chip, Hello, how everybody. Are we doing? Good morning. Good. Doing great. And very excited today yes. to uh, introduce to you a special guest that we have. We don't do this a whole lot on the show, um, but we want to do more. Yes, uh, we bringing do. Bringing people in from our own Omaha community here, uh, people that are passionate about life and the gospel and salvation. And one of those people is Carrie Gilson. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're glad that you're here. Carrie is uh, with Essential pregnancy services. And Carrie, what exactly is your title, your your big letter name there in lights? <laughs> I am the executive director of Essential Pregnancy Services. The executive director. Doesn't get any higher than that. Yeah, so sure we doesn't. only bring in the best here for our listeners at the Eternal Connection. And so we're talking about life today. You know, we always talk about life in the sense of life after death, eternal life, yep. salvation. Um, but as we've always said too, that, that gift of life that God has given us isn't just something that's waiting to be experienced after we die. Correct. That that's a gift that we we have and that God wants us to cherish even now. Yes. Um, and a God who dies for us to live now and for eternity mm. clearly demonstrates himself to be a God who cares about all life, right? Absolutely. As the creator from from whom all things come. As John 1 says, there's not anything made that hasn't been made by him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we see the love of God in his creation, and that includes even the unborn, Absolutely. Uh, which is what we're talking about today. We are. Um, we know it's a, a hot topic. Is that what you would say? I would uh, say it's a hot topic, <laughs> yes. Um, but we're not afraid of those because uh, we live in the light of the truth, yes. and uh, we want to share that truth with our listeners. So we encourage you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, um, and uh, enjoy conversation with Carrie, the executive director of Essential Pregnancy Services, uh, but not until Chip prays for us. So Chip, pray for us, and we're going to get into it here. Okay. Lord Jesus, we call you Savior precisely because you came to save us. You took on flesh in order to redeem us, who you created as the crown of your creation. Remind us of your love and sacrifice for us, not because of anything we've done, but solely because of your great grace and mercy. Your word tells us that you knew us before creation, that we were wonderfully made as you knit us together in your womb. Bless this discussion this morning as we recognize the sanctity that you have given life and life eternal. In your name, amen. Amen. 
So, Carrie, thanks again for coming aboard. Um, why don't we start by just a brief description of what is Essential Pregnancy Services, how long you've been around, what's the core thing that you do for um, pregnant women, or maybe it's more than that, not just pregnant women. So give give our listeners and me, for that matter, a little mm-hmm. idea of what, what you do. Absolutely. So Essential Pregnancy Services just celebrated 50 years in the community in wow. November. So we've been around for a while, and I'm just going to share with you the mission of our ministry is to provide life-affirming, holistic support to women experiencing unexpected or under-supported pregnancies. Mm. We believe it's important to offer our time and resources to assist women facing the most difficult circumstances, to understand their pregnancies, and to learn about options and help them with what's available. Hmm. So you said unexpected and under-supported, under-supported pregnancies. Correct. So, yes. um, is that like a requirement, or you'll help anybody that walks in? We help anybody that walks course, in. I mean, yeah. obviously, it, um, you know, we're not going to say, "Are you under-supported?" <laughs> right. Or are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Was yeah. this? You know, did you plan this? You know, no. Yeah. We see anybody that comes in. So, you know, all all walks of life, all yeah. ages. There's no judgment, mm-hmm. no shame. And and we we invite them in. Absolutely. And what are some of those services that you provide for them? Well, we provide all of our services free. So mm. they can come and get what we call pregnancy confirmation. So free pregnancy test, okay. free limited ultrasound. It's not, not a diagnostic ultrasound, but we will show them that, that they are pregnant. They can listen to the heartbeat, right? Cool. That makes yeah. a huge difference. Of course it does. Yeah. Um, we also do limited STI testing and treatment because if you're pregnant and you have a sexually transmitted infection or something like that, it can hurt the, hurt the baby. So we test for that, but we also have expanded services. And so we, we have a licensed mental health um, provider who can help them with any of the emotional effects, right. That they may have about their, their life or any uh, crisis that they're in. We have a social worker that can help them find community resources. If they need help with housing, transportation, Mm -hmm. things like that. And then we have this big, beautiful boutique where people donate diapers, wipes, clothing, and so that we can uh, provide things that moms need for their babies, material items, and they earn baby bucks, right? They can come to our parenting classes, devotionals. We have all different classes that we offer, budgeting, things like that, so they can come, earn baby bucks for attending those classes, and they can also do them online, and then they can come and shop and buy the things that they need. So we also want to give them the opportunity to feel good about it. Sometimes they don't want just free services handed out, but they can say, I earned this. Sure. Right. And so um, we have really amazing people that um, donate not only material items, but they donate their time too, mm-hmm. and they will assist in the boutique and help, you know, mm hang clothes, wash clothes, go through, you know, sort through donations and things like that. So. Great. So yeah, uh, just not, not just a, uh, an approach to some urgent situation or, or a one-time thing, but really caring for the mom and the family holistically. Absolutely. Because a lot of people out there will say, well, you just care. You're just pro pro birth. Yeah. You just anti-abortion. You're just anti-abortion. You just want them to have the baby and you don't have to help them afterwards, which isn't true. And, um, and you know, those are things that are being said, but we want to make sure that people know we care about them at the point of the crisis, right? We want to help them and, and journey with them along the way. What can we do to help them be successful and be a good parent and get these resources that they need? So we don't, just see them at that crisis right. point. We, we do help them after that. Yeah, we're talking with Carrie Gilson. She's the executive uh, director of Essential Pregnancy Services and um, uh, pro-life organization. Um, and, and that's really what they're all about. And Carrie, I, I say we should 
probably just jump right into maybe some of the more difficult parts of this conversation because sure. that's what's in front of all of us, right? Especially in an election year, this is going to get thrown around and we just need to be able to have um, an honest conversation. I know we don't have a, a different point of view at the table, but um, I'd like to maybe present some of those different views we hear a lot of, mm -hmm. especially if some of our listeners are maybe, well, I don't know, is, is abortion always wrong or is it sometimes is it okay? Or somebody listening that's just completely anti-life or pro-abortion or whatever that is. What, what's the number one thing you wrestle with or deal with from the quote-unquote other side? Those that are staunchly pro-abortion, mm -hmm. what are some of the biggest arguments you could say or rhetoric that, that they bring to the table to say how we should just let uh, – anyone decide what happens to that baby up until, well, it's not even up until the point of birth anymore. There were laws in mm -hmm. California recently that were suggesting we could just kill After the baby birth. ever it's born, right. um, which would be called murder, by the right. way. Exactly. Um, right. <laughs> yep. It mind, is murder. Mind blowing. Yes. Um, what, what are some of the, the most substantive <laughs> arguments for abortion that you have heard? And, and what's a, the response that you give to try and help people understand uh, why a pro-life perspective is so important. I think there's two things that come to mind when you're asking what do, what do we hear often? And one is that, you know, people still will say, well, it's just a clump of cells, right? They'll <laughs> yes. say that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the best thing is to get the mother to see the ultrasound. Mm -hmm. They're not going to see the baby at Planned Parenthood. They're not. They're no. going to turn the screen so that they don't see them, but we show them measurements. We show them the heartbeat. They hear the heartbeat. That's not a clump of cells, right? Um, but there, that is that the argument. But when you can show them well, further along, fingers and toes and the head and the legs, and you know, the, yeah, how can you argue with what you see and what you hear on yeah. an ultrasound? So that has been a huge impact, I think, uh, for pregnancy resource centers to have an ultrasound machine and to be able to mm -hmm. show them the truth. Um, one of the other things that we hear a lot is, you know, and I know you know this, but, you know, it's a woman's body, a woman's body. That's her body. She can do whatever she wants with her body, but it's not true. Right. The child <laughs> that is inside of your body is a separate entity. It has its own blood supply, it its own brain, its own organs. It is completely separate from the mother. Yep. You know, but those are the two things that we do hear I would say mm -hmm. a lot. And of course there's many others, but the woman's right is probably one of the biggest things that, that we're hearing Yeah. And right both now. of, both of those arguments, you know, from a biblical pastoral perspective is, is one thing, but I just think even from a common sense perspective, right? So even take the argument of evolutionists mm -hmm. who argue that we come from a cosmic accident. I mean, that's really, I mean, if you're not, if you're not a deist at least, mm -hmm. then you have to admit me and everything here is an accident. It has no intrinsic value. But but even beyond that, the argument is somehow nothing blew up into something and it all started with one cell, one amoeba. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so fascinatingly hypocritical <laughs> to say that we all come from this goop in space and that's where we get life. And thank God I'm alive or thank, not thank God, you'd have to thank nothingness right, that right. I'm yep. alive. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and so it, 
it all comes, it's just a glob of cells that this all comes from, but now we're discrediting that when it's in the womb. Mm -hmm. But God forbid I discredit the value of your life because according to your own rhetoric, you just came from a clump of cells. So I guess it doesn't matter if I kill you either. Right. Because you have no meaning. You're just a clump of cells. You're meat with eyes. It doesn't matter. So why do we have any laws in the first place against murder and violence? The argument just can't go both ways. There's either life or not. And then that second argument, you're right. I, this one I hear a lot too is the mom's right. It's her own body. Well, yeah, I, I guess, but um, that would imply the mother made herself, which, which no, haven't seen that happen yet. Mm. <laughs> right. But if it's mine, I created it. I own it. It's mine. What responsibility do any of us have? for being alive in the first place. It's just such an egotistical, in my opinion, um, argument that, that we, we don't call anything else mine in that sense, right? I don't just to walk up to your house and go, I didn't make this house. I didn't pay for this house. I didn't even do anything for this house, but it's mine now. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't ask to be alive. You, you're not responsible for your life. Um, and quite frankly, the odds, as we all know, of that one sperm finding that one egg are pretty slim. So it, it can't be chance. <laughs> You're designed. It's not your body. Um, it's his, right? We belong to him. Well, and particularly the Christian perspective, uh, biblically speaking, is, you know, we were purchased. The scripture says, you know, I, I essentially bought you when I died for you. Yeah. So... The, the, yeah, that's the, that's the one uh, we've talked on the show that uh, sometimes I have a little bit of issue with um, uh, driving and not, not being mad at other drivers. And so uh, and he's the only one, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but particularly when I get behind a, uh, a car where the bumper sticker says my body, my choice. And mm-hmm. I guess Nebraska even has a license plate that says mm-hmm. that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, I see red. Um, yeah, you know, speaking about what the Bible says, um, Psalm 139 is one of those great passages where, where David talks about being knitted together mm-hmm. in his mother's womb. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it's, it's <laughs> that baby is in a woman, mm-hmm. it, but, but the woman is not the source of life, right? And then David goes on to say, you saw my unformed substance, we don't even know what that is. Only God can know what that is. It's a substance that's not there yet, but God can see it. Mm. So life, you know, the argument always is, when does life begin? And at least if you're listening to this show and you're a Bible-believing Christian, life begins, according to Scripture, before conception. Right? Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, we, we are not... It's not like God is beholden to us to create life, right? If he sees our unformed substance, Paul would say in Ephesians that he knew us before the foundations of the world. Um, life is way bigger than we, than we think it is. Um, and, and the thing that I don't understand is why would we cheapen that, especially if you're you have the blessing of being able to say you are alive. I, I've never understood that. Why, why those who are alive mm. want to cheapen it so much. It, it, it's completely counterintuitive. And their mom, 
your mother saved you. Your <laughs> mother brought you into the yeah. world, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, I didn't know if I was going to say it, but it because it's, it's a little sarcastic. But the only people that can be pro-abortion are those that weren't aborted. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You thank God, or at least thank your mom, right, that you weren't aborted, so that you could be here and and in your mind advocate mm-hmm. for the the killing of unborn children. You know now. I guess we should, in all fairness, also talk about mm. what about those circumstances where there is a mm. a sickness, right? Or the viability, the big word they like to throw around, uh, of the child is quote-unquote in question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know people who have had to make just some, some gut-wrenching decisions um, because of, of what they've been informed by doctors and no reason to believe that they have a agenda in it, you know, just, mm-hmm. just your everyday, hopefully honest doctor, mm-hmm. um, where the, the child is, let's just say brain dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they know that, mm-hmm. but they do. That's what they say. Um, what about in those instances? Do, what do we do with that? Right. No, <clears throat> well, I can tell you there's a doctor who I've met with in the last few months and he works, um, in a very difficult part of OBGYN and it's with those families that have a child who have some sort of uh, disability or um, developmental issue, right? And so he talks to them about hospice. He said, you know, you don't have to choose abortion. Why not? If even the child is only going to live an hour or a day, you know, or it's not, they'll say it's not, um, they're not able to live outside the womb, right? Maybe half of their right brain is gone or whatever. But he said, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing because, and the families thank him afterwards because they're able to, you know, wrap them up in a blanket. They can get their finger, you know, their fingers and their toes and, and have those, um, you know, prints, they can do the things to give them a special moment with the child, even if it's for a short amount of time. And that is so much better for them later than if they wouldn't have had that opportunity, right? If you get oh, an yeah. abortion because of this diagnosis, um, you're you're gonna you're gonna struggle, you know, with that decision. But if you have an opportunity to to just spend even 15 minutes or whatever the time frame is with your child, they make it really special. Wrap them up in a blanket, you know, put yeah. put the little the, the hat on them, you know, whatever it takes to make it a special and, and it's a cherished moment. So there are opportunities, even if there is not going to be longevity, if they're not going to be able yeah. to live, they can give them that opportunity. That's one, one thing that I would say to people who, who say they're not going to live after they, you know, after they're born or, um, you know, obviously, if they've died in the womb, that's something different. There's no heartbeat, right? right? right. Um, if you have an ectopic pregnancy, well, you can't. It, right. I mean, there, you know, so circumstances like that obviously are also very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but every life has a purpose. It doesn't matter if it's five minutes or five years or fifteen years, whatever that time frame is. I would always encourage that opportunity of having a grace filled moment with your child, even if it's for a short time. Yeah. And that just doesn't make sense to anyone. If you, if, if, unless you believe Mm. that life comes from him, Mm. from God Mm. and that, you know, Peter says this, um, in, in his first letter to, to the Christians who were under persecution, um, longing for Jesus to come back, to bring an end to them being 
slaughtered. And uh, Peter says, the Lord's not slow uh, like we count slowness, right? To him, a, a day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like a day. Our limited, finite human experience would view 20 minutes or even 20 seconds with that child as somehow being too short or not enough time to justify allowing it to be born. But in the eyes of the one who created it, mm-hmm. he, even in the midst of our sinfulness, which, you know, that's the reason there's death in the first place. That's the reason there's mm-hmm. sickness in the first place. It's not God's fault, mm-hmm. right? Um, the fact that we get to know sickness or some of these heartaches in through the eyes of faith, you see that with hopefulness because the only other alternative was God were to erase it all off the map once Adam and Eve sinned and we wouldn't even be here to know his love mm-hmm. and know his care. Um, but it's it's it only makes sense if... All life, no matter how short or how long, is a gift. And, and, and otherwise, none of it's a gift. And again, that goes back to the whole just cheaping in at all, which doesn't make sense for someone who has the blessing of experiencing life. So if, if somebody wanted to get involved in, in participating in this gift, which it truly is, whether that be helping someone that's in a predicament, someone that's struggling with this that they know, or maybe someone listening that wants to to get involved, or even maybe just come to your office and ask more questions and, and be more knowledgeable or volunteer. Where where can they go to find out about EPS? What are some of the things they can do to engage? Sure. Well, I'm going to tell you two websites. The first one is our client website. So if you know somebody who needs help, or you yourself are pregnant and you don't know where to turn, Go to essentialp, as in Paul, s as in Sam, dot org, essentialps.org. Or you can call our helpline at 402-554-1000. If you're interested in volunteering, donating items, what can you do to get involved? You can donate, donate at friendsofeps.org. That's friendsofeps.org. The phone number you can call is 402-554-0121. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media platforms as well. Okay. Now, Carrie, are you centralized here in Omaha, or do you provide services kind of across the state, or what, what's sort of your reach? Well, we have a chat feature that can get, you know, you can find us anywhere across across the country, right, okay. through our chat. But here locally, we have two testing centers, one off 93rd and Maple, where they can come and get their pregnancy test and ultrasound. We have a location in Bellevue also. And then we have a third location on 93rd and Bedford, and that's where our boutique is, and we provide the counseling and social work and case management. Okay. Okay, very good. Well, we'll definitely repeat that information before we're done. But you also have a big event coming up uh, that's called GLOW, um, that's kind of the conversation about that is kind of how this all got put together it um, around yeah. you coming aboard, which thank you again. This yes. has been wonderful. Yes. Uh, what is GLOW and um, when is it? And sure. How can people get involved in that too? Yeah. So GLOW stands for Giving Life Through Our Works. It is on Thursday, February 29th at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs. 5.30 is our social hour and 6.30 is dinner and program. We have a wonderful keynote speaker. Her name is Tony McFadden. She's an author of the book Redeemed, My Journey After Abortion, and will share her transformation from a frightened teenage girl grappling with the consequences of an unexpected pregnancy and abortion to a woman overcoming her past and finding her voice as an advocate for life. 
Tony is dedicated to exposing the falsehoods of abortion and inspires others by sharing the healing she experienced through the power of forgiveness. You can find information about that at friendsofeps.org. So you can register there as well. Wonderful. So speaking about um, her Tony McFadden story, maybe it would be fitting to, to maybe ask you, do you have a favorite story? Um, yes. Albeit a brief one about how EPS, uh, Essential Pregnancy Services, has has won the day, if that's mm-hmm. a, won a life, right? right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Recently, we had a woman come at six weeks pregnant. She had her ultrasound, but she told us she had her abortion scheduled. So that happens a lot. They'll come in to get confirmation, but they're mm-hmm. abortion-minded, and that's what they want to do. But we still present them, here's your options. So she left, and before she left, the nurses said, can we follow up with you? And she gave permission. So they tried to call, no answer. But a few weeks later, she walked into the clinic, didn't even have an appointment. Mm. And she walked in and said, you know, I went to Planned Parenthood. I took the abortion pill. There's two pills. Went home, took the second pill, and I threw it back up. So in that moment, right, she realized Mm. what she had done. And so she, she wanted help. She wanted to save the pregnancy. So she came back in. And they um, got her in uh, touch with a nurse practitioner here in Omaha who can give that life-saving medication that she needs. And the medication is progesterone. And that's a medication that every woman, Mm. right, when you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. helps sustain the pregnancy. So really, the antidote to the abortion pill is the hormone that you need anyway for pregnancy. So we were able to help her get in contact um, with that nurse to get her the medication she needs, and she is going to carry that pregnancy oh, to term. Yes. yes, praise God. Yep, oh. indeed. Well, there's many different ways that we can we can be active in trying to defend those who can't defend themselves, and God calls us to do that, right, to, to stand up for the vulnerable. Um, I We were talking before the show, there is a scary bill um, being proposed right now um, from the pro-abortion side um, that we, we need to make our listeners aware because I wasn't even aware of this before coming uh, here today. So can you share uh, briefly yes. two things? What is this bill that we need to be aware of and, mm-hmm. and work against and then how can we do that? Right. So the abortion industry is circulating a ballot initiative and they're seeking to create a right to abortion under the Nebraska Constitution, mm-hmm. which would legalize abortion until birth. So abortion advocacy groups are currently collecting signatures. So decline to sign is what we're Mm -hmm. saying. And when they do that, um, they're spending, you know, millions of dollars to confuse and mislead voters. You can go to NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org and learn more about this ballot initiative. That's NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org. And they will explain to you all the different things so that you can understand what the initiative is and why they're confusing everyone because they make it sound no big deal, right? But there's very broad exceptions. And and you just want to become familiar with that and get educated. Yeah, so many times knowledge is power and people take a position without really understanding the issue. So defending alliance... NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org. NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org. Um, go there, check it out, get yourself knowledgeable. I know I'll do, be doing that later. Yes, indeed. Um, and, and decline to sign. So, yes. Carrie, thank you so much. Carrie Gilson from Essential Pregnancy thank Services you. for coming on the show today. Uh, blessed by you. Um, can I pray for you before Absolutely. we go? Absolutely. Thank right. you. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you for the work that you do in our midst through uh, your faithful, faithful like Carrie and all of the people at EPS who uh, put their blood, sweat, and tears into preserving and protecting and being advocates for the gift of life, knowing that that life comes from you. We ask your blessing upon their efforts. We ask for you, the Lord who loves all the life that you have made, to work in a powerful way to bring an end to abortion. We thank you for the time we've had together on this show today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We pray our time together in God's Word has been a blessing to you and to your faith in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior of the world. If you enjoy listening to our program, we would love to hear from you. Go to eternalconnectionradio.com. To find our full episode archive, contact us, let us know you enjoy the show, or ask a question that Pastor Jay will answer on the air. God bless all of you. We look forward to connecting with you again next Sunday on The Eternal Connection.